0: Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett.
1: Well, Northlanders, good afternoon and uh, I was it was interesting that I was just reading a piece on the Wire Services here. The WCCO Radio yesterday raised almost $444,000 for Second Harvest Food Shelf. And here we have on the phone with us right now George from uh Zenith Auto Glass, and and George, you are in the process of this. Is this the second year that you guys have sponsored and got involved in the Hungry Bowl Twin Ports contest?
2: It it is. Uh, back up the bus a little bit. Who raised okay. four hundred and forty? Who?
1: Well, it says it says uh, that I'm looking at my Minnesota website here, and it says WCCO radio raised nearly four hundred and forty-four thousand yesterday for Second Harvest. Well, what they should have said was wow. that the people that were listening raised that amount of money.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, mm-hmm. the, what's important is the money will get there, and and people will be fed.
1: Well, that's the thing. And last year, you guys did a yeoman job. Are there any differences this year? Now, explain how this whole thing is going to progress, and then maybe we'll be able to talk a little bit about Zenith Autoglass at the same time. But tell us how this whole, uh, this whole uh, Hunger Bowl thing works out.
2: Well, by next week, we'll have all the, the things in place, website updated, et cetera, And so you could drop off your non-perishable food donation at local participating insurance agencies. The information on who those are will be on our website or at Hunger Bowl Twin Ports on Facebook. Um, Or you can make a donation through the link on our website and and in the name of your uh, insurance agent. And they're competing for the Hunger Bowl Twin Ports Grand Champion Trophy. Uh, last year it was won by uh, it was won by reliable insurance so they've had it on display in their front office i believe in cloquet was the last place i saw it but i think they've moved it around and uh oh it's beautiful glass trophy with a nice bowl and they put uh you know suckers in it or whatever and uh sure yeah it's, it's a lot of fun and then and then march 11th is the bowling tournament, and this year the new twist is from 12 to 3. There's going to be a competitive bowling tournament with cash prizes for first, second, and third place. We're going to have uh, gift bags for all the bowlers, uh, and uh, there's going to be uh, raffles for some pretty incredible gifts, like a, a television, a nice big 45 quart Yeti cooler, and Ooh, nice. uh, uh, and some other and some other items and. Uh, Now, from from three to six would be recreational bowling. Teams can come out and take part in the festivities. And uh, during that time frame, there will be some teams from the media there, uh, some special guests, and we just have a lot of fun.
1: So by next week, uh, pretty much all of the stuff will be on your website, on the Hungry Bowl website, and we'll be able to talk a little more specific stuff, but... Zenith Auto Glass, of course, works with so many of the insurance agents in the area, and this is a natural to have them kind of act as the vehicle to raise all of this, uh, to pick up all of the all the foodstuffs, and to bring it into their agencies, and then you guys kind of become the collection location for it all.
2: Yeah, so we uh, we go out and, and pick up those boxes or empty them and put an empty box there. And uh, we store the food here. We have a, a large area up on our mezzanine where the food is stored. It's all weighed and and tallied on the sheet for the agents. And last year, and I did this by myself. It was very nearly one ton of food.
1: Wow, <laughs> that's yeah, that's really helpful to the food it shelves. Was so I mean, that's really. Is... But I tell you, it,
2: yeah. it was so much work, but it was so rewarding. When I met with Shea Morris, the director of Second Harvest Northern Lake Food Bank, this year to start our planning, uh, you know they take kind of a, a wait and see approach with with groups to see how they go, how their event goes, sure. and uh, yep. we've we've got a, access to a lot more resources from them this year. And when she told me you guys really knocked it out of the park, it. It choked me up like it is right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it, there, it there,
1: makes there, you realize it was a big deal. Yeah.
2: Well, there's just, for me, there's just nothing uh, that delights me more than, than just helping people. That's what we're here to do. That's what we're here to do at Zenith Autoglass, and that's what we're here to do in the community.
1: Well, and and you guys have kind of taken that approach right from the very beginning. Uh, you know that a lot of the people that you have working up there at Zenith Auto Glass have worked in the industry, but not with Zenith because you guys, Zenith Auto Glass, only maybe what three, four years old at the most. But but you've got experience galore that have come all together working with you, and you kind of uh, took the approach that. You know, we're going to be located right here in the Twin Ports. Zenith Auto Glass is going to be the Twin Ports Auto Glass place. And as long as we're working right here, why not help the community that uh, that we live in? And, and you've done that with a number of events already. This is going to be a huge event. I can't wait to talk to you more about it. In the meantime, let's talk a little bit just to, if somebody is out there and uh, and they need some glass work done on their vehicle Um, whether it's the front windshield, a side glass, whether it's a car or a truck or a camper or even some some uh, work-type vehicles, front-end, loaders, backhoes, uh, those kinds of things. You do all that glass. You do them in your location located at 3802 Trinity Road right up towards the mall, but you can also do it through your free mobile service where you can come right to your place of work or right to your home, uh, and all you gotta do to get the process started is call Zenith Autoglass 218-275-5555. That's two one eight two seven five 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 five. You get a local representative that will set you up with a with an appointment on a schedule. You're not calling some foreign distant land that has to be uh, forwarded to you. And it's all 100% locally owned people right here in our community. So, George, uh, thank you so much for checking in with us, and I look forward to talking to you as the uh, as the process moves along here with the Hungry Bowl Twin Ports uh, event that I'm sure is going to be even bigger and better than it was last year. You're going to have to have some some more people to help you count. Yeah. I I am. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thanks, George. George Weller, uh, proprietor up there at Zenith Auto Glass, and uh, it's a it's a first class company. And I'll tell you what, they've gone out of their way to make sure when they're doing the work for you that they've got the most sophisticated equipment and best and cleanest facility. I mean, you're gonna you literally could eat off the floor of that place, and they do just remarkable work. So give them a call uh two one eight two seven five 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 five, and when you see that website up there, you might you may want to help uh even your local agent that that you're insured with to uh, help make this contest a really big success. It helps out the second harvest food shelf and it's uh it's pretty cool really good event because yeah it really you, is. yeah
0: you 've got Zenith Autoglass, and now uh, some big names are coming on board. I saw that super one uh. Some good friends of mine out at TPCR, Twin Ports Collision Repair, they're going to be on board this year as well. Nice. And it's a great event because uh, people that uh, depend on other people to help with their uh, things when it comes to, like, food and stuff like that, it's just a good feeling. And a lot of people do get a lot of help from this. Say I wanted to mention yes. to you and your listeners, today's kind of an uh, important day, Brad. Is it? Well, it's if you look at the calendar and if you write down today's date, it's 2 3 Two, three. <laughs>
1: okay. That's one of those, what they, they have a name for that. No, I, words, you're, uh, think,
0: you're thinking of a palindrome. That's something that's oh, the same backwards okay. as forwards and like the word okay. radar, that's a palindrome. No, this is just two, three, two, three. Now the number two, three, two, three conveys the importance of divine protection and guidance. It also Ooh. symbolizes new beginnings, hope and faith. This number often appears to people who are about to embark on a new journey in life. Two three. Wow. Two three. Two three. Now, well, the let
1: me last tell you. I day, know that. Uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. The
0: last day of the year, December thirty-first, is going to be 12-3-1-2-3. twelve, three, one, two, three. So if you break that down 12 December 31 the last day of the year and then 23 the last two numbers of 2023 it's going to be 123123
1: 1, <laughs> You're really into this thing, aren't you? <laughs> Just looking at numbers. <laughs> Well, listen, uh, folks, as we're away on this last break, uh, there is some additional information that is coming in on this uh, uh, Chinese uh, balloon, spy balloon. Uh, the military has now said it's becoming very clear. Uh, the Pentagon has said that it's becoming very clear that this balloon is going right across a number of our top nuclear facilities, Uh it has gone through right across uh, Wyoming, or one or Montana. I'm sorry, where they have uh, two or three of the nuclear facilities, Miami, or in, uh, in uh, yeah, and now it's coming. Now it is has started to go across the northern tip of Nebraska, where there is another set of silos. And it looks like it's heading for Minot, North Dakota, which, of course, has a number of nuclear silos in and around that area. So I don't know that there's any way they can try to hide from the fact that this appears like they're trying to grid layout our entire nuclear facility. The balloon needs to come
0: down, Brad. It needs to come out of the sky. There's a senator. This is what I have, the latest across the wire. A senator from Kansas says the Chinese spy balloon is now over his state, the state of Kansas. This is Republican Roger Marshall. He tweeted the balloon is over northeast Kansas.
1: Brad, it's a Chinese spy balloon. Yeah, and what is our president doing? What is Joe Biden doing? He's making up, I, uh, I trying don't, to kiss up to the... Yeah, I <laughs> don't know
0: what he's doing, but I do know that uh, he did say this recently.
1: God love you.
3: What am I talking about?
1: <laughs> we have no idea. Mike Gallagher, by the way, who is a Republican, not that Mike Gallagher, not the guy that breaks watermelons, uh, but Mike Gallagher, who is a congressman from Wisconsin, just appeared on uh, Fox News here. And he was talking about this exact situation. He's a former Marine. Well, he's a, you're always a Marine once you are a Marine. But he says this this has to be looked at very seriously by our government because this is a uh, this. There's no doubt about that. That it looks like this balloon is working in a pattern to almost like it's trying to lay out the grid coordinates of all of our silos and nuclear facilities. For what? Maybe for future reference, if they need to take them out, or uh, I'm, uh, who I,
0: knows? What? I'm getting updates on my news source here, and another one just came in. The White House says the Chinese balloon moving over the U.S. is a clear violation of American sovereignty. Air well, Force take One, it down. Yeah, on Air Force One heading to Philadelphia, Press Secretary Corinne Jean Pierre said President Biden was briefed on the high-altitude balloon uh, moving through the U.S. airspace. And uh, this was on Tuesday he was briefed on this.
1: Oh, man. And she said
0: that he's known about this for a while. Well, now, here it is floating over uh, the middle part of the U.S. Wow. This is really something, In the meantime... What happens In the
1: meantime... Blinken, uh, I guess he's the uh, kind of the guy that's supposed to be the guy that goes to these different countries and works. He has canceled a trip to China next week because of this, uh, uh, you know, invasion of our airspace. Well, isn't he the secretary of state? Yeah, right. That's the guy.
0: Wow. Wow. So
1: come on. You know, let the military do what they're supposed to do in a situation like this. We don't have to worry about it's not a manned balloon. Take it down. Nobody in there Bring it down to the ground.
0: Call China up and say, China, we got the balloon. We'll let you know. We got some junk. here. yeah. And, And you really got some junk here. That's right. And if not, if it's, you know, it's something that we need to look at. And if it's something that we can return to them, tell them, you know, we'll get this back to you in a short period of time, but just hang on to it for a really
1: long period of time. (laughs) Once we've examined every detail of (laughs) it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Well, listen, we got to take our first break here. Uh, When we come back, I promise you, I will get into this deal about the Talon mind over in Tamarack and how that's going to affect... Uh, Lots of things in the future. So we'll be right back.
3: KDAL. Storage Wars. Just want a bed on a garage in Delaware. Let's see what we got. You never know what you'll find. It's the 18 missing minutes of the Watergate tapes. Check in often. A copy of Obama's
0: birth certificate. I knew it. This is KDAL, 6 and a.m. and f.m. at 103.9. KDAL time is one twenty seven. National Weather Service in Duluth minus 5. Duluth officially this morning uh, dipped down to 22 below, Brad. That's the first time we've been 20 or colder, 20 below or colder this uh, this winter.
1: Kenny, I'm not even going to ask you who's working on those promos for our for sound off.
0: Uh, they're done by professionals. Uh,
1: look, I found the uh, found the 18 minutes of missing uh, done by and, professionals. And Obama's birth certificate. There it, there it
0: is. Found it in the garage. Yeah, that was the storage wars, uh, folks. They uh, bought the contents of a garage
1: <laughs> in Delaware. <laughs> yeah, in Delaware, a cheap garage. Anyway, oh by the way, this coming uh, Saturday and Sunday, I gotta let you know this because if you're a fan of uh, of uh, guns and knives and things like that, like I am, I I don't miss these kind of shows. If I can, I've hit every one of them here uh, down here. This Saturday and Sunday, you can buy, sell, or trade at the Duluth Gun and Knife Show at the deck. Bring your pistols, rifles, shotguns. Uh, For sale or trade to exhibitors on Saturday, February 4th from 9 to 5 and on Sunday, February 5th from 9 to 3. Tickets to the Gun and Knife Show are just $8 per day with children under 12 getting in free when they're accompanied by an adult. Buy new, sell the old or trade in at the Duluth Gun and Knife Show at the Deck February 4th and 5th. That's this coming weekend. So take advantage of that. It's by far the biggest one in the uh, in the region. Anyway, okay. So to so to get into this, and I'm only going to start it be, before we get into our CBS News. So we have this facility out in Tamarack, um, and and we've known about this for a while. Uh, they're processing. Uh, uh, we want to process minerals. We need a lot of these kinds of minerals. Uh, Joe Biden, President Joe Biden, has awarded a $2.8 billion in strategic funding from the bipartisan infrastructure law to the uh, 21 battery mineral processing projects around the United States. If we're going to get into more uh, electric cars and all of these kinds of things, we're going to need a lot more batteries. And when you have batteries, you need the product to develop them. The funding was part of a rare bipartisan consensus that America needs to reduce its current dependence on who? China! For minerals like nickel, cobalt, and battery-grade iron. One of the projects awarded was a proposed battery mineral processing facility in North Dakota, which received $114 million from the Department of Energy. This facility is proposed by Talon Metals, the developer of a nickel mine in Tamrack in Aiken County, Minnesota. So, what's happening is this uh, the the facility itself, by the way, the mine is just a short drive uh from Aiken County uh and but what's going to happen is they're going to mine the materials in Aiken County at Tamarack. Then they're going to haul them over to the facility in North Dakota, which is uh, it's Mercer County, which is out on actually towards the western part of North Dakota. It's probably in that western one-third of North Dakota uh, to a, a fairly, uh, well, there's not a whole lot of population out there, let's say that, uh, some in Minnesota may wonder why Talon is establishing its processing and tailing facilities in North Dakota rather than keeping it all together where the high-grade ore is discovered in Aiken County. Well, it's simply because of environmental uh, people that are all over this this project or any other project and saying, oh my God, it might pollute a stream, and it might pollute a creek, Uh the response, my view, is that this is the North Dakota location as the result of sever, several factors, but mostly a response to consistent community and tribal government concerns about the prospect of mineral processing and mine tailing in water-rich environment near the Tamarack deposits. So what they're going to do in the other is they're going to move the processing facility out to North Dakota away from the mine the mine itself will not create any tailing problems or anything because that will only happen where they process it. So the impact may be pleased with Talon's plans and find that the uh, this will resonate uh, with the residents of Aiken County to be very supportive of the whole process. They'll mine it in Aiken County, and then they'll transport it, port it over to... Um, I believe it's called Mercer County in North Dakota where it will actually be uh, processed out there. And then uh, the way it'll work out as far as uh, paying for some of this product because uh, North Dakota or I should say Minnesota will have to be reimbursed for some of this. Uh, the, The vehicle battery supply chain will deliver significant royalty payments to the state of Minnesota to local entities like Aiken County and regional coffers and will bring high-quality career-level union jobs to uh, to unemployed counties like Aiken County. So it's it's a way of making sure that environmentally we don't run into this uh, whole process where, oh, it could pollute the streams and counties. They're going to do it out in the middle of kind of a no-man land over in Mercer County where they're still going to use U.S environmental concerns and regulations but it's just that that's where the where the ore will be processed and maybe that will uh be able to create an environment that everybody can look at favorably and maybe i don't know maybe we'll have to look at something like that with some of the other uh mines if we can get to that point up on the range like polymet anyway we got to go to our cbs news uh and and then we have a caller on as well so you know what let's uh let's do that let's go to cbs news and then we'll come back with kyle kyle please be patient hang on we'll be right cbs
3: news brief the pentagon says a large chinese balloon is 60,000 feet high over the midwest and headed east cbs's willie james inman
2: the pentagon is convinced the flying object is a chinese spy balloon seen hovering over a state where the u.s maintains nuclear missile silos the chairman of the Joint Chiefs recommended against military action.
0: KDAL time is one thirty-eight. National Weather Service in Duluth. We're still below zero, Brad. We're minus five, four below at Duluth Sky Harbor, six below in Eveleth, and six below also at Solon Springs. I'm going to go to the Army Corps of Engineer adjacent to the area lift bridge in Canal Park, still below zero, minus four. And, Brad, we have a new champion, the coldest, Temperature in the lower 48. It was 36 at International Far- Falls, 36 below at the 7 a.m. check. Well, the noon, actually, the yeah, the noon update came in. Cabotogama, up there by Lake Togama and Voyager National Park, 39 below. That was the morning low temperature.
1: Wow. Yeah. That was a a record for the country. Yeah, that
0: was the coldest in the lower 48, 39 below at Cab Minnesota, up there
1: in the northern parts of St. Louis County, actually. Well, Kenny, we're just getting more reports coming across right now. Uh, Former Vice President Pence has just said on uh, Fox News, shoot down the
0: balloon. Well, it's interesting, Brad, because that what is what needs to be done. I mean, it's a balloon. It's not going to hurt anybody. You can take these things out of the sky over areas yep. that uh, uh, it shouldn't cause too much problems. But uh, I, my wife was sharing some things with me, and there's been no official end of the Cold War with China. No armistice was signed. Oh, no. Why no. should our officials trust their government after violating our airspace? It doesn't even matter if it's a weather balloon, Brad. That shouldn't matter. They violated airspace.
1: Yes, and what should matter is if they tell us it's a a simply civilian balloon, then we want to know. We want to check it out. We want to look at it. Uh, What was the old expression? Trust, but verify. There you go. That goes all the way back. uh, And you
0: can go back. China... Wants to replace the United States as the world's leading economic and military power. They want That's monopoly right. of world power. That's never
1: changed with them.
0: We've Not known this all. for decades.
1: No. Say, uh, I know this is a late in the week to do this, but do you want to talk some trash?
0: <laughs> oh boy, what do you what do you mean, Brad?
1: Well, I, I found a story this morning. John Heinrecker, who writes for PowerLines, a Minnesota conservative, I'll admit it at up front conservative, he has been doing a lot of research on Hunter Biden's laptop. Oh, boy. Did you... Oh, boy. Well, can we do <laughs> yeah. this, Brad? Can we get to Kyle
0: and come back to this? Kyle? Yes,
1: hold. yes, we can. Probably because Kyle won't want to <laughs> maybe listen to it after we get done with him. Kyle, I'm sorry you've been hanging on so long. How are you doing this afternoon?
3: I'm doing well. It's very nice to hear you. Uh, I listen all the time, and I want to tell everybody about a wonderful event that we have going on tomorrow in Aloise Bay. It's NASCAR on Ice with real, honest to goodness, yeah, real honest to goodness NASCAR drivers will be here. Four of them. They will be landing very shortly in. Salutes, and we're going up to get them and bring them down, and we'll be racing starting at ten o'clock on Saturday and Sunday on
1: Eloise Bay,
3: on, Out Eloise on the Bay. ice. It's called NASCAR on Ice, and these are <laughs> real drivers, real drivers. I'll, I'll 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 give you the names real quick, and you can for the for the fans: David Starr, Josh Balicki, Jack Rame and a very beautiful, successful NASCAR driver, Jennifer Joe Cobb.
1: Wow. Yeah, now, now, let me ask you, the the question that comes to mind right away, Kyle, are you using studded tires on these, I hope?
3: <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. They are studded tires. Yeah. That's the only thing that uh, the cars change is the tires. Everything else is just like they are on the tracks. And we've got... We've got Rusty Wallace's old car. We've got all kinds of, you know, great, great stuff going on down there. And uh, come on down. We're actually, actually trying to get uh, your friend, NASCAR Nicole, to
1: come down and be our honorary flag girl. Oh, she w- I would think she would jump at doing that. Have you already talked to her or what? <laughs> yeah, we sent some messages
3: and we hope she comes and be our oh. honorary flag girl. Wouldn't that be fun?
1: That would be great. She well, I, would I, absolutely flip out for that, too. I, I'm curious, Brad. Kyle,
0: now, Aloise Bay, so is this Wisconsin Point? Can uh, locals view the race? So what's up with this?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you come down, you buy yourself a ticket, which is not too much money. Now, where and are then we go going?
0: Where, where do you go to get... Where is this at?
3: Go to East 2nd, down East 2nd, which is Highway 2, to 44th. 44th, and then just go okay. whether you're coming north or south, just go towards the water go towards the bay and you'll see a big big uh, track and the track is used every weekend too by locals but this is a this is our second annual actual NASCAR drivers on ice so you make it yourself down the highway 2 go to 44th avenue east and then you just find you'll find it within moments
1: well, that sounds great. Now, do you, when you're doing this, how, uh, are there concessions down there for people? If they're cold, can they buy a, co- a cup of hot chocolate or coffee or anything like that? Sure. Uh-huh.
3: And there's no rules okay. about not bringing your own stuff, too. But, yeah, there's concessions and a beautiful track. It was supposed to be two weeks ago here, but the, the water wasn't froze over, and so we didn't sure, want any NASCAR sure. drivers to fall through the ice.
1: <laughs> but wow. This this sounds, sounds like you're going to have a great time. I can just imagine the people showing up. So you can bring your own lawn chair or box chair, bag chair, whatever you got, if you want to sit down. Um, sounds like a great... So when does this start? What time is this event going to kick off on Saturday?
3: Track opens at 10. First races are at noon, and it goes all the way till 4. Okay. And and, and we've, right. got, we've got a lot of local people. And David Starr is a very successful NASCAR driver. Now he he would have gotten every heat, but he lost to a Duluth girl on a race. And he says, <laughs> I lost to this woman from, from Duluth, Minnesota. And he says, She only she, while she was going around corners, she only had two tires on the ice. He said, he said nah, that would have scared me
1: uh, some some uh, Duluth girl that uh, knew how to drive on the ice, evidently
3: Yeah, and i I can't remember her name, but she beat David Starr and he was number one uh, uh last year and uh yeah we had we had beautiful beautiful weather last year twenty five degrees and we're gonna get twenty five degrees this time, and he called last night and he says. Uh, is it really 20 below there? I go, yeah, yeah, 20 plus. (laughs) Yes. I'd never seen
1: that. Okay, so the gates open at 10. You go in to buy a ticket. You can go and you can view these races up until uh, what you said, the last one's at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Correct. All right. Fantastic. Well, every I sure, I sure a- hope you get a hold of NASCAR because I think she would just be tickled pink to be involved in something like this. She just, you know, every time we talk to her, she knows everything about every race and who's won and who's got the points. And <laughs> she, sure. She's a fanatic.
3: Yes, we, well, we thank want you. her to come down and be our official flag girl.
1: All right. Kyle, thank Thanks. you so much for giving us a heads up on this uh uh, I think you're going to have a great well, time. That's pretty cool. Thank you very much. That is, isn't Jeez, it? What?
0: Reminiscent of the '70s uh, back in the day when they raced on the bay, not down that far. They would uh, race right around where the aerial lift bridge is, uh, right off of park point, kind of. Uh, but wow! Oh yeah, yeah, I remember
1: that. Hmm. Yeah.
0: And these are NASCAR. These are NASCAR. Well, some of the cars. drivers,
1: yes, and cars are NASCAR. The probably some of the older cars that they've used in the past, but still, I mean, that's fantastic. Well, listen, let's get caught up uh, with our Minnesota news break. We're to that point now, and then uh, I'll give you a few minutes of this before we get to TAPS. I don't want to destroy TAPS with the negativity of this, but but there are some additional things coming out, Kenny, from this uh uh, this Marco Polo website that they've done some deep dives well, into. Let's go uh, ahead
0: and, and and spend a couple of minutes on it and kind of set it okay. up. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, first first of all, you're aware, right, that uh, that Hunter sent out letters the other day claiming he was going to sue all kinds of people. That he admitted that it was his laptop. Now I understand from from one of the news sources I saw last night that he's kinda of backing off on that now and saying, Well, it might it might be mine. It's possible they could have. he's not admitting it was because of some of the negativity on on here. And you know, one of the biggest uh, negativities that I saw that I found was Hunter uh, apparently violated laws relating to the uh, filming and later dissemination of sexual acts. He did this with prostitutes, but also with others, like the nude photos of his sister-in-law, Haley, his brother's widow, who he had a sexual affair with and took naked pictures of her and had them on his on his laptop. I mean, this guy's really a uh, just a degenerate, isn't he? I mean, he's just, I don't know how you, what what you put a guy like this at, but uh, um, now he's trying to claim that, uh, but a lot of this stuff, the sheer volume of stuff is just overwhelming. There are parts of this that have been uh, brought off of porn sites like Pornhub and course, I don't know what any of these sites are, and I'm sure you don't either, Kenny, but these are, these are things that he's copied stuff, some of this stuff off of there. It wasn't just prostitutes. It was uh, Hunter obstentially had a, what he called a law firm. He referred to it as his law firm, but it was a, a bunch of women that he hired to take care of the sexual gratification of him and other people. And he paid them thousands of dollars. In fact, to the point that there was posts on there uh, from women that said, uh, "Hey, are we still empo- employed with the law firm?" Uh, but I didn't get my latest check. Uh, I was supposed to be getting another check uh, recently and haven't gotten it. Uh, are we still going? Are we still employed? Some of these were paid $8,000 uh, for um, g- what they called golf. Okay, golf members. Uh, there's a lot of uh, hidden meaning stuff in this, but it's uh, Hunter evidently had a torrid affair with his brother's wife, Haley. Haley, perhaps knowing Hunter too well, refused to allow him to be alone with her 13-year-old daughter because he was concerned that Hunter might be just that uh, much of a freak that he couldn't trust her even with her own daughter. Anyway, we've got to take our Minnesota news break, and uh, then we'll come back and wrap up a Friday edition here before TAPS.
0: KDAL time, 157 minus 4. Brad, it's just come across the wire. Former Vice President uh, Pence is calling on the Biden administration to shoot down the Chinese surveillance balloon. Shoot it down.
1: Well, let's hope. Uh, let's hope that happens. In the meantime, we're running out of time here, and I, I don't want to get uh, without mentioning the names that we are playing taps for. So, Kenny, maybe you can give us a little rundown of that. Ed again before Ely, we
0: Dave Durenberger, and we'll get the others. And we don't want to forget the names of Jerry Gore and L Savala